0: श्री गुरु चरण सरोज रज निज मनु मुकुर सुधारि बरनौ रघुबर बिमल जसु जो दायक फल चारि बुद्धिहीन तनु जानिके सुमिरौं पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मोहि हर हु कलेश बिकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीर सती हु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अनजानी पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महाबीर बिक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवार सुमति के संगी पंचन बरन विराज सुभेशा, कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा, हात बज्र ओध्वजा विराजे कान्दे मूंज जने हू साजे, संकर सुवन के नंदन, तेज प्रताप महा जग बंदन, विध्यावान गुणियति शातुर, राम काज करि बे को आतु प्रभु चरेत्र सुनि बे को रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सुक्ष्म रूप धरि सिया दिखावा बिकट रूप धरि लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरि असुर सम्हारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाए सजीवन लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हरषि उर लाये रघुपति कीनी बहुत बड़ाई तुम प्रिय भरतहि सम भाई सहस बदन तुम्हरो जस गावै अस कहि श्रीपति कंठ लगावै सनकादिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जंग दिख पाल जहाते कभी कौबिद कहीं सके कहते तुम उपकार सुगरी वही कीना राम में लाय राज पत दीना तुम रो मंत्र भी भी शन माना लंकेश्वर भै सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानू लील्यो ताही मधुर फल जानू प्रभू मुंत्री का मैली मुख माही जलदी लांगी गए अचरजे जनाही दुरगम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुक्रह तुम्हरे ते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत न आज्ञा बिनु पैसा सब सुक लहे तुम्हारे शर्णा तुम रखशक काहू को ड आपन तेज समारों आपे, तीनों लोक हाकते कापे, भूत पिशाष निकट नहीं आवे, महाबीर जब नाम सुनावे, नासे रोग सम्हिवे सब पीरा, जपत निरंतर हनुमत बीरा, संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे Vankram bachan dhyan jo laave, Sappar raam tapas viraja, Tinke kaj sakal tum saaja, Aur manorat jho ko ilave, Soi amit ji vanfal bhave, Charo jugg par taap, tumhara, है पढ़ सिद्ध जगत उजियारा, साधु सद्ध के तुब रखवारे, असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे, अश्ट से दिनाव दित के दाता, अस्बर दीद जान की बाता, Rabber as I am to bere passa, Sadarahora gupatike dasa, to berebhajada rabako pave, jadabajadabake dukabis ravi, at the kalaragubara jai, jaha jad bahari bhakta kahai, or a deva ta. तद धरहि हनुमत ही सब सुख करही सकट कटे बिटे सब पीरा जो सो बेरे हनुमत बलवीरा जय 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 हनुबाद गोसाई कृपा करहु गुरु देव की दाई जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई चूटा ही बंधी बहा सुख होई जो यह पढ़े हनुबाद चालीसा हो सिद्धिसा की गावरी सा, तुल्सी सदा हरी चेरा, की जैनात्र दे बहडेरा। पबतने संकत हरण, बगल बूरती रूप, राब लखन सहित। Radai baso surabhoop siyavar ramachandra ki jai, pavan sut hanuman ki jai, oba pati bahadeva ki jai, bholore bhai sab satan ki राधे कृष्ण की चौती अलौकिक तीनों लोकों में झाए रही हैं राधे कृष्ण की चौती अलौकिक तीनों लोकों में झाए रही हैं भक्ति वेश एक प्रेम अपोजारन फिर भी दीप जलाए रही हैं भक्ति वेश एक प्रेम फिर भी दीप जलाए रही हैं कृष्ण को गोकुल से राधिको कृष्ण को गोकुल से राधिको बरसाने से बुलाए रही है दोनों करोस्वी कृपा कर जोगन आरती गाए रही है दोनों कृपा कर जोगन आरती गाए रही है बुर भये ते तक बुर भये ते तक सेवा को नित महामारा स्नान कराए वो वस्त्र ओढ़ाई वो भोग लगाए वो लागत प्यारा स्नान कराए वो वस्त्र वो लगाए वो लागत प्यारा कब दे दी हरत आपकी ओर कब दे दी आपकी ओर की आप हमारी और देharo राधे कृष्ण हमारे धाम को जानी राधे कृष्ण हमारे धाम को जानी Radhe Krishna Amare Dhamako Jani Vrindavan Dham Padharo <sighs> Let's first chant the beautiful Vibhishan Gita. See, there are certain things like Vibhishan Gita which should be internalized. They should be learned by heart. Whenever we are in a situation where we are debating as to what should be done, what should not be done, what is the right course of action, am I equipped enough? This Vibhishan Gita should internally play in our hearts and in our minds. And when we actually reflect on the Vibhishan Gita in any situation, it will give us inner strength, resilience, acceptance and the courage to move on. So let's chant the Vibhishan Gita and then we'll go on with it. हया हूँ अधीरा अधिक प्रीति मन भासंदेहा बंधी चरन कह सहित सनेहा नाथ नारत नहीं तन पद त्राणा केहि पिती जी तब बीर बलवाना सुनहु हु सका कह कृपाने जय ही जय हो ऐसो स्यंदन आनौ सौरज धीरज तेहि रत चाका सत्यशील दृढ द्वचापताका बल विवेक दम परहित घोरे क्षमा कृपा सम तारज जोड़े Isha Bajanu Sarati Sujana Bira teacher Rama Santo Shakri Dana Parasubuti Shakti Prachanda Bara big yana cut Amala achala mana samana Samjamani masili mercy, Limokanana Kavaja a bay puja. Ehisama bejaya upa in a doja. Sakad her mamaya aseratha jaki. Deetanaka her naka putake. Maha Ajay Sansar Jitisakai Jeeti Sakai Sobeer Jaake Asrat Hoidr Sunuh Sakha Mati Thir Jib aisa rat kisi ke paas hai To kya nahi jeet sakta? And what is this dharm rat about? Dharm rat is about having been victorious over the self first. We want to conquer the world, right? We want to conquer the world. We want to win external battles. We want to do so much. But have we been able to conquer ourselves? Have we been able to conquer over have we been able to you know, be victorious over Kaam, Krodh, moh Lob, Ahenkar, Mad, madsariya. Have we been able to conquer all these? Have we been able to have control over our Indriyas? Pachkarma Indriya, pach Indriya. Are we able to have full control over our thoughts? Are we in control of our words and deeds? Are we in control of our thoughts? Uh, And are we able to nurture the divine love in our heart? We have to ask these questions to ourselves. What is the point of winning the world if you have not been able to win over the self? It's easier to conquer the world but it is not that easy to conquer the self. And trust me now that we have the opportunity, nature has made us distance ourselves from the external. Don't be in a haste to look for venues to venture out, look for various reasons to venture within, to go within. See there is a big difference as we had said the beautiful write-up, there is a big difference between a Akelapan and Ekant and the choice is yours. Do you choose to be Akela or do you choose to be an Ekant? Do you choose to be lonely or do you choose to be in the company of the self? If you are lonely, if you are Akela, you are sorrowful. It is an agony, it is a punishment, our mind does not think straight. It is forced, it is imposed whereas Ekant is blissful, it is serene, it is calm, it is joyous, it is by choice, it is a cause of all clarity that comes from within. There were two friends, okay, there were two friends. And friends, we normally have bets with each other, right? Shart lagate chalo. So the two friends had a bet with each other, and this friend said, "If for a month, right, I will lock you in a house, you will have no connection with the outside world, no television, no gadgets, no WhatsApp, no Facebook, no internet, uh, no telephones, nothing. You'll have." all that you need in this house but you will be totally cut off from the outside world. And if you manage right to go through that one month and you don't break the rules of the lockdown right as per his friends you don't step out of that door you don't call anybody, you don't shout out, you don't open the windows, I will give you a humongous sum of money. Now this friend thought that it's easy, isn't it? I have everything I want in the house, all all that I need to eat, drink, and I can sleep all day long. What's so difficult about being alone for a month, right, totally alone, mind you. So he said, okay, I accept. So this friend A locked the friend B in the house and he went away. And days started going by. Initially it was good, right? It is you don't have to do much, you enjoy your life, you eat, you drink, you sleep. But slowly it started getting to him. Slowly he started feeling so agitated Slowly, he started yearning for company. Slowly, he started becoming so lonely. He would cry, he would weep, he would shout. He just wanted to get out. But he needed the humongous sum of money also. See, he kept himself. And that agitation kept growing and growing and growing and growing till it reached a saturation point. Then suddenly, but he was just sitting, instead of directing his vision and his thoughts and all his senses outside, he started introspecting. He started taking his senses within, he started praying, he started thinking about the Lord, he started thinking about why have I come into existence, who am I, what is my purpose, Where have I come from? Where will I go? And he started delving deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper within. And gradually the transition happened. From that Akela lonely, agitated person, he shifted towards being. Delighted in the company of the self. Totally immersed in the divine bliss. No more sorrowful. He was enjoying the ekant, the company of the divine and the company of the self. And then days started going by. He became calm, he became quiet, he became blissful. He felt as though he was connecting with forces beyond his wildest imaginations. He could see realms, he could see the beauty, he could see the play of life. And on the 29th day, he took the keys, opened the door and just walked away. Now this friend on the other side started getting worried. He said days are going by. He has been in this house for almost 29 days now and tomorrow is the last day and I don't have that kind of money which I have promised. Plus how come he is so quiet? He has, not, he has not left. He has not rung the bell which I had put to call me if he wanted to go out. what is wrong? So worry of his friend and worry of the amount that he had to give, he ran through the house where his friend was living and what did he see? He saw that the door had been opened and when he walked in there was nobody there, just a day before. When he looked around, he saw a beautiful note kept on the table and the note read that no money in the world can ever substitute the peace the anand, the bliss that I have experienced. To be honest my dear friend, you have given me so much I am indebted to you for the rest of my life. You've made me realize that nothing matters. You've made me realize that what actually matters is beyond the material clutches. And I thank you for introducing me to the path of Divine Bliss never to turn back, I walk on. The choice is ours. Do we want to be the victim of the situation and cry foul? Or do we want to actually look at the hidden beauty that the situation is offering us? No matter what the situation, we always and always and always have a choice. And as in the book Shantaram it is written, that choice is going to write the story of your life. Everybody had a choice. Krishna had a choice, Shri Ram had a choice. Our beautiful Hanuman had a choice and what they chose made them eternal. What they chose made them memorable. What they chose made them their own models for all of us. Our scriptures are full of people full of people like you and me, who made choices which were a little different, which were probably not heard of, not followed by the masses. But those choices made them who they were. Many a times people end up giving up everything, everything for something they can't even see. But then that's a choice. Ask yourself what do you choose? Are you able to choose? Are you able to make a decision? Are you able to decide? Or are you just being pushed around by everything that is happening? Today we are jumping with joy and tomorrow we are depressed. What? What? The external situations are governing you and your mood. Why? Why should anybody or anything has have the power to rule over you? And Sri Ram over here, when he's telling he, look, Ravan is well equipped. Vibhishan, out of love, you are telling me that I am not. But what truly is needed is something very different. Human birth is meant for something very different. It is not meant for those material conquests. It is not meant for all the wealth in the world. It is not meant to please everybody. It is meant. To move towards the divine. This human birth is very rare. And some people like Sri Ram, some people like Sri Krishna, some people like Sri Hanuman, some people like the great sages who are very rare are able to make the full use of this human birth, but just human body is an instrument which can help you cross the ocean of mundane existence. So when Ramji is standing there, he tells Vibhishan, Aray Vibhishan, what actually people need to work towards is not what they are running towards. See, you might be running in a rat race and you might come first, but as they say, you are still a rat no matter where you stand. So he said, I have, what do I have? I have Sauraj, Dheeraj. And Satya and Shield, courage, fortitude, honesty, and good character, Shield character. Then he goes on to say, Bal strength of all sorts, all type of external, internal, but the most important strength that I possess is the strength of my character, the strength of the Lord, and. Vivek, Vivek is discrimination. The discrimination not to discriminate between caste, creed, color, race, countries, religion, nai nai, those are all futile, they are all temporary. The true discrimination is when you are able to differentiate what is real and what is not real, what is transient and what is permanent what is worth walking towards and what is worth what is actually worth just dropping and leaving. So he says, I have that discrimination. you Aapko me. Utni right? <laughs> Time is limited. Use your Vivek. Use it in the right direction. And Sameh does not wait for anybody, right? Vibhishan Gita is a part of Srimad Bhagwat Mahapurana. It is a part of Ramayana, Tuntzi Ramayana. But currently we are doing it under the umbrella of Srimad Bhagwat Mahapurana where we are talking about Ramji. And Ramji is one of the Ish, one of the avtar of the Lord. And all through... Srimad Bhagavad Mahapura. two questions are being answered. What are those? How should I die? And if I want to die like that, how should I live? Parikshit is asking ji these two simple questions. How should I die? And if I want to die like that, how should I live? This is the summary of the entire Bhagavad. Use your discrimination. Every time you do something, think about these two questions. Am I working towards my death? Everybody is going to die one day, right? Some sooner, some later, that is one truth that nobody can change. The day we came on this earth, the day we took our first breath, the time for our depart was already destined and every single day we are doing nothing else but moving towards our death so when that is the truth everybody has to die one day am I living a life so that I make that truth fruitful or I am going to get caught unaware by death Ask yourself these questions. Introspect. Mantan karo. Akele panse se mat jujo. Is ekant ka fayda uthao. And then. Ramji goes on. Let's go on. He says. Bal vivek dam Parahita khole So we did bal and vivek. Now we have to do. Dam. And Parhit What is dham? Simply put, what is dham? hai dumb. Dumb is self-control, isn't it? Just now we talked about controlling our Indriyas, pushing them inwards, you know, letting the outward, outside world go away, vanish for a while do we have that control do we have self-control are we able to control our senses it's a very very important question are we able to control our senses are we able to see what we want to see are we able to hear what we want to hear are we able to speak only what is needed Are our legs able to take us where liberation is and our hearts able to do service for others or there are times when, you know, the bed, we just say, okay, aaj jane do, you know, today we'll do, today it's okay, we'll do whatever we want to do, self-control. See, everybody lives. Animals also live, we also live. But sometimes I feel that animals have more self-control than we have. They don't take or eat more than what is needed. And look at us. There is no end to our desires and greed. No end to sense gratification. Control Kai. Ka Ye bhi chahiye, wo bhi chahiye, I want this also, I want that also, there is never ending thought of I want, never ending thing, that, that greed can never be satisfied. And we feel that if I have this, my desires will be fulfilled, right? My senses, senses would be satisfied. If I have that, my senses would be satisfied. Then I would not want anymore. But it is like putting oil on the flame. It will... Grow bigger, grow more stronger. So, what should you do? You should suppress? No. Nobody is asking you to suppress your desires. Nobody is asking you to control your senses by force. But practice, work towards it. Use discrimination. Use your inner strength. Talk to yourself. If you want to, if you have around 30 minutes to spare, decide where that 30 minutes should go. Would you just while those 30 minutes away or you would like to put them in productive use? See, even this definition of what is productive and what is not is a very personal thing. So I would not tell you what is right or what is wrong. Kindly make your own decision. Use your vivek. Everybody has vivek. God has given every human vivek. It is our choice whether we use it or not, right? So, self control. Have you seen a horse? You know, when the horse is walking, he has hoods. Hoods, why? So that he does not sway, he does not look here and there, he walks straight. Are we able to put hoods on our senses? Or we do not want to put on hoods or any leash on our senses. We just want them to go haywire hey, and we want to follow our senses. Whatever our senses say, we will do. Right? That is definitely not the way forward. This beautiful story until you are able to or we are able to put our senses in control, we are able to implement them We will not have impact over anybody else. Why is it that the words of the sages touch our heart? But the same thing being said by somebody else does not make too much of a difference. Why? Because the sages live their words. Because the sages implement it in their life first before opening their mouth. There was the sage, a very, very common story. There was a sage who was actually sitting and a mother had come from a long 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 distance because she knew that her son needed help from the sage so the sage was sitting there and this mother came and she said please 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 help me you have to help my son you have to tell him that eating brinjal eggplant or banger is not good for him it can kill him but he is not listening I have tried everything but he is not listening at all what do I do the sage said, okay, he listened carefully, he said, please come after a month. When you come after a month, I'll give you the solution to your problem. So the mother went away and it was a very tedious journey. It says that, you know, they had to cross oceans and they had to climb a lot of mountains and it was a very, very tedious walk. Before they reached the sage, it took them months and had to reach So the sage said come after a month but this mother went back and she came after a couple of months and again she took that tedious journey and she (coughs) preached and she went to the sage and he said sage please guide my son and the sage looked at the child and he said my dear child stop eating brinjal stop eating that eggplant stop eating megan it is not good for you now this mother got so angry. She started shouting actually, you know, she was showering foul words on the sage. He said, How dare you? If this is all that you had to tell my son, you could have told him the last time I came. Do you know how difficult it is to come all the way to you? The sage understood. He said, I'm sorry, Mahataji, But the problem is, when last time you came, I myself was eating bridjil. That is my favorite dish. Not till I stopped eating. How could I tell this child not to eat? It would have had no effect. So the day you came, immediately after that, I stopped eating brinjal, and now I have full control. My senses don't run towards the brinjal. My tongue does not water. My mouth does not water. I am totally over the brinjal fascination. You know, I am not a servant. To that food anymore and hence I am able to tell your child and trust me your child will stop eating brinjal, and that is what happened dumb hai. sense gratification makes you weak but the control of the senses makes you strong It is very easy to say, Tattva Masi, Aham Brahmasmi, I am that, I am that. But do you actually believe it? There was ji right? ji And his father is Vedvyasti, right? Shrimad Bhagavat ke author kone And Sukdevji is his son, who is narrating the Shrimad Bhagavat Mahapurana. Just imagine the author of Srimad Bhagavad Mahapura Ved Vyasji did not have the courage to take the asan when Pradakshita was seeking knowledge he was going around telling all the greatest of sages be it Vashisht or be it Agastya Muni or be it Ved Vyas himself the Sanat Kumars please 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 give me the knowledge of Srimad Bhagwat Mahapura. not one person took the asan. And there from nowhere shukdev ji came uninvited and sat down and started telling the Srimad Bhagwat Mahapurad. Aisa kya tha ji mein? jo Vedviyas ji nahi tha, who is the author of the Granth? shukdev ji told Vedviyas ji that this is it. I don't want to live in the household anymore. I want to be a wandering monk and I am leaving. Now, Vedvyas ji is only son, and he suddenly gets up and walks away. Vedvyas ji was broken and battered, so he started running after Shukdevji ji and crying out, Ari bhai ruko ruko jao." He started asking the plants, Have you seen my son? He started asking the ocean, Have you seen my son? And this Shukdev ji was not listening, he started walking and walking and walking and walking alone. And when he was crossing, he was crossing a river where a lot of girls were taking bath. Now they were taking bath and when Shukdevji crossed none of them got agitated. They continued with their bath. But the minute they saw Ved Vyasji coming, they all ran into the water and hid themselves. Now Ved Vyasji was shocked. He said, what kind of women are you? Now these women said, why are you asking this question? Swamiji, please go. We need to come out now. The water is cold. We cannot stay here much longer to hide ourselves. Vedviast, he said, my son shook, just crossed. At that time, you were not ashamed. At that time, you continued doing what you were doing on land. And suddenly, when I, an old man, who is old enough to be your grandfather is crossing you suddenly realize that there are no clothes on how come and he was fuming because as it is he was upset that his son had gone he was looking for his son and this kind of a behavior from this woman he could not comprehend and so just imagine what did these girls say he said you know When your son passed by, he is so established in the fact that he is nothing but Prabhat. He is such an Anand Swaroop that he himself is not associated with his own body. He does not consider himself a man or a woman. He considers himself as energy and the divine and he sees all of us as nothing but the energy and divine he does not even look at us as being the body of a woman or a man he's beyond all this hence when he was passing we did not feel uncomfortable because we know that one divine is looking at one the other divine one energy is looking at the other energy there is nothing else that he sees but Vedriyas ji. You still have that. Deha You still know that you are an old man. Old enough to be a grandfather. And we are vivid, Who have nothing on. That is the difference. Between you. And your son. That is why. with the time. To narrate. The Shreemad Bhagwat Mahapurad came. It was not Medhviyas Ji who took the Asana, it was Shukh Ji who sat down to narrate. You have to remember this kind of self control, this kind of control over your senses is definitely not easy. But it is not impossible. What do we have to do? We have to work towards it bit by bit. One more story of a sage, okay? There was the sage. Two sages were walking one was the old sage and one was the young sage. Now, these sages were walking and they were brahmacharis, and as per uh, their wow and all that they were not supposed to even look at a woman. That was their pratha, that was their but ki pratha. So they were walking and then suddenly this younger sage heard loudly a girl shouting. Again she was in the river and she was shouting, She said, help me, help me, I am drowning, I am drowning, I am drowning and the sage without thinking dropped his bag and he ran into the river, jumped in, lifted this girl up and put her on the bank and covered her with his his cloth and moved away. And now this old sage started thinking, what Brahmachari? He has become brushed. He is not pure anymore. Look at what he did. Just imagine, this is going on in the mind of that old sage. He went in, he jumped in, he lifted that girl. Who was there had nothing on? He carried her. Her arms were around his neck. And then he dropped her and he covered her. How could this sage, this young brahmachari, he broke all the rules. He carried her. This is how he carried her. How could he do such a sinful activity? And hours went by, okay? And this old sage kept thinking about what had happened at the river bank, and finally after a couple of hours when it was almost evening he said how could you do such a thing you are my student i feel like disowning you today the yaga said said what did i do guruji what have i done i was walking with you quietly he said what quietly that time in the afternoon, you jumped into the river, you you took that Vivid. you lifted her and you put her on the banks. Shh! How could you? I've been thinking about it all afternoon. Now this disciple touched the feet of his guru and he said, Guru Dev, I to left her there only. She was a soul who was drowning, she needed help, I picked her up and I left her at the bank." But my dear teacher, why are you still carrying her? (gasps) The teacher realized, oh my goodness. He's right. Where was the control on my mind? That repeated thought, yes, I am still carrying her. He did not even realize. He just did what was to be done. It never occurred in his mind. And look at me, I have been carrying that girl in my mind for the past 6-7 hours oh my god who is brushed my disciple or me be very careful the control of senses is not only external so you might control yourself not to have a sweet but this thought recurring thought of not eating that sweet or thinking about that sweet might go on so is that control that is not control that is suppression. Self-control can never be achieved through suppression. Self-control happens through sublimation. What is suppression? When you bounce the ball on the floor, it bounces up with vengeance, right? It goes higher. When you shake a Coke bottle, what happens? When you open the top, it sprays out. Is that good? Is that good? That way of controlling your indriya is good? No. So what is the right way? And we have repeated it many times because it is one of the most important concepts. If we end up suppressing, we will be in the false notion of self-control. But the day we realize that we are sublimating Or our senses will come in our control automatically without us knowing. So what is sublimating? Drop the bad. Don't look at the bad. Start focusing on the good. Don't water anger. Die. Let gussa be the way it is. Okay, just focus on love. Tell yourself, I will love, I will love, I will love. See, Your hands are holding on to something, right? If you are still holding on to it, will it go away? No. So what do you have to do? You have to release it and hold something else. So release the anger, leave it where it is. Don't look at it and turn towards love. I will love, I will love, I will love. Water the plant of love. The plant of anger will wilt away on its own patha chalega. So how do you control your senses? How do you overcome them? Yes, very simple. Hurry Start focusing towards the Lord. With both your hands, hold the feet of the Lord. Hold the feet of your Guru and just focus on them. Tell them, I am holding your feet, I am at your feet my lord I will not let go of your feet and your, your hands hold the feet of the lord or your guru or the good the negative, the vices all of them will gradually drop you won't even realize. That is sublimation. Think of the higher and the lower tendencies will automatically go. They will die a natural death. You won't have to kill them. And then when this happens, something very beautiful will happen. Because self-control, if done through effort done through suppression brings one more byproduct and the byproduct is ego so even if your anger is not coming what has taken place what has taken its place it's big fat ego but suppose You had just started thinking about the Lord, thinking about the higher goals, thinking about the greater good, thinking about Hari Kirtan and Hari Smirnav. And suddenly without your knowing, anger, jealousy, hatred, you know, delusion went away. What will you say? You will say, my God, I did not do anything. And it went away. So, it is not my effort. I have done nothing. I did not even know. It is Prabhu Kripa. So, when Prabhu Kripa and he is doing it for you, ego will not be there. You'll be free. See, you can fight over everything. You can win over everything. But winning over ego is a very, very, very dangerous battle. Meh Or Prabhukripa And Prabhu Kripa se ho gaya. are two opposites. They are not interchangeable. Self-control. Beautiful. So Ram over here says, ki bal hai, vivek hai and dam hai mere These are the three horses. What is the fourth horse? Parhit. Parhit. What is Parhit? Parhit so you will say Parhit is when you take care of others but suppose I have to ask you this question what is your definition of others not who is others when somebody went and asked Ramanda Maharishi how do I behave or how do I treat other people what did Ravana Vaharishi say? There are no others. There are no others. Kisse Badu bair jagat mein koi nahi paraya. Har maanav mein lekar usi bhrahm ki chaya. There are no others. So parhit is... Hit on that divine. Hit on the self. There is nothing else. So it is very simple. As in the Bible also they say, right? Do to others as you would have them do to yourself. Why? Because there are no others. Just sit down. When you think again. we will continue the argument of control of senses okay then, when you think you have done but something for somebody else right suppose you have fed somebody else or you have given things to somebody else knowingly or unknowingly what will happen you will gloat. ego aayegi charity I have done so much for so many people and then expectations will creep in. What did they do for me in return? I did so much and none of them stood up to my expectations. So when you think that you are doing good for somebody else, take it, when you say doing good for others, caring for others, the byproducts are ego. And expectations. But suppose you work with the philosophy that there are no others. but Everything is Prabhu Everything is from Everything is going Everything is and Everything is to Everything is cannot move is when we are talking about Parhat, without taking into consideration, Rahim ji, when he would give the, put his hands forward to give, his eyes would go down. In the minute his eyes would go down, people will think he is embarrassed. But he would say, Deenhar koi aur hai, devat hai din rai, log par kare, taso niche den, I am not the giver, nothing belongs to me. And de tera tuchko arpad And when people think that I am the giver and they are the taker and they look up to me, I get so embarrassed because they think I'm giving something when I don't have anything. So paret kya hai. Parhit is being good to the divine and that divine shines through everybody. And we have to invest our lives in Parhit. We have to go beyond our means to do good. Don't we do it for ourselves? Don't we do it for our children? When we are doing so much for us that what stops us from extending our hand to help others because there are no others so he's saying Grabji over here says that is dunya there is nothing which is beyond me, everybody is in me, everybody is mine so I have lived my life serving that divine which I see in everybody. So that is one more horse of mine. So when I have such four horses, what is it? Bal, Bibek, Dab and Parhit who are pulling my chariot. Can I ever be defeated? Of course not. When the wheels of the chariot are saw, raj, dee, raj. When the flag on the chariot talk about truth and shield, dharya And when the horses which are pulling by chariot talk about strength, discrimination, self-control and caring for all. Can I ever stray? Can I ever go wrong? Can I ever be defeated? Ask yourself this question. See, this, this, our scriptures are not alien, okay? They are not distant. They are as close as they can be to our life. They are teaching us the way to live. Itch this chariot in your heart, in your mind. Let's see, do I have inner strength? Do I have discrimination? Am I able to discriminate? Are my senses in my control? Or am I in the control of my senses? What do you na? And, am I established and ever serving? Parahit. The service of the people is the service of the Lords of the Lord. And devotion to the people is devotion to the Supreme Self. Badbhulo. See, there is nothing, you know, we want to use, you can use whatever you want, you know, flowery languages, examples which don't look reachable. That does not solve the purpose, isn't it? It is very simple. Scriptures are simple, scriptures are implementable. Scriptual, scriptures are alive in our day-to-day life. Har koi kar sakta hai. And Rabji could, why can't I? And Shri Krishna could, why can't I? What is the difference between me and Rab and what is the difference between Shri Krishna and me? Nothing they realize they are the divine I refuse to realize that I am the divine they realize the greatness of that eternal which is sitting in them we salute the people who show eternal that the eternal is sitting in them not knowing that the same eternal is sitting in us so parhit. what is parhit? There are no others. So just like you serve yourself and you think about the good of yourself, you should think about the good of every other individual. Why? Because there are no others. And he says, So this is the Dhaja These are the wheels of my chariot. These are the four horses. And how have I tied those horses to my chariot? So you these horses need to pull the chariot right so you need reins so that you can hold on and those reins are very important the rope the rassi. So the rassi he says is Chama Kripa samata, Raju Jode so Chama Kripa samata. these are the three ropes which are tying my chariot to these horses. And the first rope is Shama. Forgiveness. There are two types of forgiveness. Take care. Forgiving others and forgiving the self. Take care. And if I tell you that forgiving others is easier than forgiving the self, would you agree? We are able to forgive everybody else in this world, but we are unable to forgive the self. Self Self-forgiveness is the last thing that we do. And we crumble under the bundle of, under the burden of guilt, under the burden of regret, under the burden of self condemnation we condemn the self so two types of forgiveness forgiving the self is as important as forgiving the others until you forgive yourself how will you forgive anybody else sit down think of things that Make you feel horribly guilty. You wish you could have changed. You see, right in, in retrospect. I wish I could I I wish I wish I could go back and change this. I wish I could have go, go back and change that. I wish I had not said it. I wish I wish I wish. What is done is done. Let go. Tell yourself I forgive you. I forgive myself. Whatever had to happen, happened. The way the Lord wanted it. It was exactly the way my Lord wanted it. I did not do anything which my Lord did not want. What is done is done. I forgive myself. Forgive yourself. Heal yourself. We keep hurting ourselves the woods, We keep scratching our woods. Why? Kya, so kya. What's done is done. Whenever you feel right, that you have made a mistake, tell yourself what's done is done. Remind yourself, this, this, this is a beautiful verse. <laughs> everything happens as per the divine will don't give yourself so much power and importance you can do what you want we are just the puppets in the hands of the lord we are the flute in his hand the music is his the actions are his who am I That is why I am guilty. I did it. Where is that I? You don't even have the power to move a single leaf. Kya? Forgive yourself. And only when you are able to forgive yourself, will you be able to forgive anybody else. Step 1. Forgive the self. Remember that everything that is happening will happen is as per the divine will. Don't blame yourself. And others. Now that forgiveness also is of three types, of. Huh? Three types of forgiveness one is where you know we'll hold a big big grudge against somebody the first kind of forgiveness and then we'll expect that person to come and apologize and give explanations and actually sob in front of us and then we'll grudgingly say okay maaf kia, jau, jau, jau. but next time be careful I'll not forgive you just because you've apologized and you're saying so much I forgive you that is a third grade forgiveness huh Actually it's third grade. That kind of forgiveness is not counted as forgiveness also. What is the second type of forgiveness? To know that somebody has wronged you but consciously forgiving and forgetting. This person has been mean, what he has said is not right. However, I choose not to take it forward. I choose to forgive and forget this individual's action immediately. I don't expect any apologies. I don't expect any explanations. I feel that it's okay. It's There are various ways of looking at it. You can say, okay, my karma You know, I deserved, I'm getting only what I deserve. Must be some karma of mine. There must be some balance, right? I am getting, maybe I had done something wrong to him. So he is doing this. Maybe in some birth, I must have harmed him. So he is harming me. Maybe sometime knowingly or unknowingly, I had hurt him. Hence, he is hurting me today. Hence, you forgive that person without that person seeking forgiveness. You are hurt. You feel bad. But you choose to forgive. You don't expect any explanations or apologies. You think that everything is just because you did something that person must have done it. This love, this life, previous life, it could have happened. Right? That is also forgiveness. That is definitely not a third grade forgiveness, that is better. But there is this one beautiful kind of forgiveness. Which is the crown of a hero. Which is the strength of a hero. Trust me, forgiveness is not for the weak. Forgiveness is not for the meek. Forgiveness does not make you a weakling. The ability to forgive is the biggest strength one can have. So he says, Ramji says, one of the rope which is holding my horses to my chariot is forgiveness. And which kind of forgiveness is Ramji talking about? He definitely does not blame or has any grudges towards himself. Huh? He does not believe in the third grade forgiveness where people are going to repent and plead and apologize. Then you forgive. He is not even established at the second grade kind of forgiveness where people wrong you and then you notice and you think that you have been wrong and then you try to justify it to yourself thinking it must be karma, it must be something. I decide not to judge him or whatever. You have a big dialogue that goes on in your head and you convince yourself that I forgive and forget in spite of the fact that he has wronged me. So you're great, right? He was wrong, yet you're forgiving. But the third kind of forgiveness which Ramji is actually talking about here. Shama. Shama. What is true Shama? True Shama is where you don't even realize that you have been wronged. You are so at ease. You are so much established in just being. You're so much established in the Leela of this Lord. See, when you realize that there is no others, when you realize that everything is but the Lord, when you realize that it is Lord's play. play everybody is acting and doing things as per His direction. You know, where is where is the need of getting hurt? And where is the need of forgiving? Or where is there, where is even, where is that feeling of being wronged? Because everything is happening as per my Lord's will. So when everything is as per my Lord's will, there is nothing wrong. There is nothing to be hurt about. There is nothing to be angry about. There is nothing to judge. There is nothing to even think about. That is that ultimate forgiveness where you don't even realize that something negative has been done towards you. Because in your mind, there is nothing wrong. Let me try and explain this concept with the help of an example, a story. Stories are the best way, right? So there was this sage who was doing his prayers. He was in the Ganga and he was doing his Surya prayers in the body and he just finished his prayers in the Ganga, he offered all the Jal to Suraj, Surajji and he was coming out and when suddenly there was a boy, a young man let me say, sitting there and he what did he do? He spat on the sage, the sage turned back, went into the Ganga, With this, the entire prayer, prayer, prayer ritual again he offered Jal to Suraj. And Suryadev and he came out again. The minute he came out and he was about to wear his slippers or paduka, this boy spat again, this young man spat again, you know, he spit. Then again, the sage just went back, he did his Surya Vandana. again he offered jail, again he did the entire bath, he came back, again, again he spat. And again, the sage went in, he, did, he again did the entire cycle of prayers and offered water gangajal to Suryadev and he came out and again this man spat and this went on can you believe it it went on for hundred times hundred times this man spat and hundred times the sage without saying anything went back and offered water to Suryadev did his entire prayer ritual and he came out and this time when the hundred time this happened this boy fell flat at the feet of the sadhu and he said, my goodness, I spat at you 100 times. Not only did you not say anything, you did not even show any sign of anger on your face. You did not show any sign of dismay or you did not show any sign of something unusual or hideous which was happening. You, You were just as calm as could be as if whatever was happening was natural. My sage tell me what is the secret? How could you be so composed, so accepting when I was being so horrible? The sage picked this little, this man up and he said, but you did not do anything wrong. Now this man was taken aback. He said, I did not do anything wrong. I spat at you 100 times and the saint says no because you spat at me 100 times. Today I offered Ganga Jal to Suryadev 100 times thanks to you. I went in and did my prayers. I did my Gayathrimad 100 times thanks to you. You made my prayers 100 folds. I am very thankful to you my son. Thank you. And the sage walked away as if nothing had happened. See these are sages. This is how the sages react to any adverse situation. But we laymen, we react with anger. And we say anger is the only right way to react. When something unjust is being done, you should fight. When something unjust is being done, so if somebody is hitting you with a stick, you also hit back with a stick. Our Sanatan dharm our scriptures, our sages, They don't teach us an eye for an eye. They don't teach us to react in an angry manner. No matter what the situation. Our sages are always blissful and still and calm and loving. No matter what the situation they are able to see. The light in the dark. we very, when you are reading our scriptures. This is true forgiveness when the feeling of being wronged has not even come in. Think about it. There was a sage. Again, he was taking a bath at the Gagajal. Gagama. And suddenly a scorpion came. The scorpion was about to drown. So the sage picked him him up and was about to put him on the shore but the scorpion stung him. Again he almost dropped the scorpion so the sage again held the same scorpion and he was about to put the scorpion on the shore so that the scorpion does not drown but what did the scorpion do? Again he stung the sage. The sage again, by because of the failure by mistake, he dropped him. But again, gently he picked the scorpion and tried to put him on the shore. But again, the scorpion stung him. And again, the sage, by mistake, dropped him. And again, he tried to pick him. And again, the scorpion stung the sage. And again, the sage tried to help him. And again, the scorpion stung the sage till it went on for so long. When finally, the sage, when the scorpion was stinging the sage. Consistently, the sage did not give in to the pain and he ultimately put him to the shore. And again, a young man was sitting and watching. He said, what kind of a person are you? He was stinging you and you were just trying to help him? Why were you trying to help him? And the sage smiled. He said he was not doing anything wrong. The nature of the scorpion is to sting. And my nature as per my scriptures is to love and save. When the scorpion did not give up his own nature, how could I give up my nature? Beautiful isn't it? When the scorpion does not give his, give up its nature of stinging, it is still a living thing. Let's go. When a bitter ground does not give up its nature of bitterness taste of bitterness but the sugar does not give up its taste of sweetness how can we humans give up our natural state of being in this satyatana swaroop that is my natural state so the saint says that is his natural stage, state. He is doing what he knows to do. And I am doing what I know how to do. When the scorpion does not give up its nature, how can I give up my nature of love and kindness and bliss? Is there any question of forgiveness over here? No. It is. He is doing what he is supposed to do. He has been groomed to do that. I am doing what I am supposed to do. I am not pointing a finger on the scorpion. That you are scorpion. You are wrong because you are stinging. I am right. No. That is what the scorpion does. I am doing what I am doing. Prabhu Prabhu leela. Jo ho There is no question of forgiveness. There is no question of being wrong. That is true forgiveness. When Ramji was sent away. By... Kekai Ma, did he have any grudges against Ma, Kk, no, he said Prabhu, achha. Ma, I have no regrets, I have no anger towards you, it is good, it must be for my own good, whatever is happening to me in my life, be it because of somebody else or because of any situation or because of anything that is coming my way must be for my own good because I know my Lord is in control nothing can happen to me without his permission and so if he has given permission for this so and so thing to happen to me where is the question of anger where is the question of blaming where is the question of scrutinizing where is the question of judging where is the question of forgiveness you forgive when you think you have been wrong But when there is no wrong, there is no forgiveness. Over here, when Ramji is saying, the rope that is attaching me to my horses, the horses to my chariot, the ropes that govern the direction of my horses, are I never blame myself for what has happened and what has been done by me. Prabhu achsama. So, Two types of forgiveness. Forgiving the self and forgiving others. And others also three. Where you let other people beg and plead and then you forgive grudgingly. Second, when you think you have been wrong and you forgive willingly but you know that the other person was wrong and you are great. Hence you are forgiving and forgetting. And the ultimate form of forgiveness which is applicable to both forgiving the self and forgiving others is not knowing that anything has been done in the wrong manner. All that is happening is by Hari's will. Then he says Kripa. What is Kripa? The second rope is Kripa. Kripa is compassion what is compassion most of the people will say when you know something wrong is happening to other people when I see a hungry person or when I see a person is suffering I feel so sad I start crying I just feel so horrible about it is that compassion that is not compassion that is not Kripa what is Kripa Kripa is or compassion is empathy where you empathize and you do something about it. Empathy plus action is equal to compassion. Just pure empathy. We are feeling horrible about what is happening around you but you do not get up and do something about it, it is useless. You are wasting your time and emotions on something you are not making a change about. That is not compassionate. That is not being compassionate. That is not compassionate. Compassion is empathy plus action. When you feel that somebody needs help, get up and go and help. See, we feel that the sages are inert. The sages don't feel. The sages don't care. Even no. if somebody is getting hurt, it is Prabhu Kripa. His prarabdh is to suffer but my prarabdh is to try and help him and uplift him. His prarabdh probably is his karma is to go hungry but my prarabdh is to go and provide food. His karma might be leading him to this kind of a life but what is my karma? What is stopping me from going and helping and serving? Many a times we, you know, we think that, you know, as the scriptures say, everybody is getting what they deserve. So why do anything about it? That is a problem, you know. If you read the scriptures, that is why they say, right? That Adha Pagal pure pagal se jada Because you know, when somebody is totally mad, you know he's mad and he's dangerous. But when somebody is half mad, that person can get mad sometimes, and the person is okay sometimes. You do not know how that person is going to react. Adha pagal that the same way half baked knowledge is more dangerous than no knowledge trust me ignorance is bliss it is better to be ignorant than have half baked knowledge because then you will say because our scriptures say everybody is getting what they deserve so let them get what they deserve our scriptures never said that Everybody is getting what they deserve, but you go and do whatever you can to help them. This empty compassion, which is very good over a coffee, you know. This is nowadays we talk about, so we need topics to talk about, right? So we choose the various different kinds of topics we can talk about. So some people choose to talk about sensitive issues, you know, to look, to come across as more compassionate, more caring more uh, groomed so they talk about what is happening in this world and how it is breaking their heart and what can be done there are people who are going hungry so it's a beautiful discussion that you have over a coffee that's it is that compassion no a compassionate person is not going to talk so much about it because a compassionate person does not have time He sees that a lot has to be done in this world. He will just get up and get doing. He will spin into action immediately. There is no time to talk about the wrongs in this world. He is actually acting and working. Immediately trying to do his best. To the best of his ability. Knowing, even knowing. That everything is happening as per the Lord's will. That is why we say, right? It is His Kripa, it is His Buddhi that He is giving me the ability to serve. If His Kripa is not there, His grace is not there on you, you might be roaming around with $10,000 to give, but you won't find a single taker. Think. Wow, you have Problem is, we have So he's saying compassion. Ramji would act. All through his life he served. Even after Sita Harad he was serving only. He did not let his sorrows or agony take over. He was compassionate. He set aside his agony, his sorrow. But he kept serving. Whatever he could do. He felt the need, he felt the sadness of others, and he worked towards uplifting them and making them feel better. That is true compassion. So he says the other rope that ties my horses to my chariot is compassion, kripa. Kripa. Beautiful. And then, samatha equanimity balance mindedness and Ramji is synonymous is equivalent to equanimity at night they said you will be crowned he said okay there was no extra joy or anything in the morning they said 14 years you will be sent to the jungle there was no agony or sorrow he said okay level mindedness, equanimity, samta, lack of duality. See duality is Maya. May arumor tor te Maya wherever there is me and mine, you and yours, good or bad, happy situation and sorrowful situations, the minute there are two, we are in Maya. The day we realize that there is nothing, nothing matters. Everything is a passing cloud. Today the situation is looking horrendous, right? It is looking so horrible. Tomorrow it will pass. And when we look back, we will say, take care, it was okay. Today we might be so very happy. It's a momentary happiness soon. There must be another reason for us to become sad. Everything is Transient. Every person is a passing cloud. Every situation is a passing cloud. Am I wrong? Today, that which is causing so much happiness might become the cause of sorrow tomorrow. Right? Today, you are rich and wealthy. Tomorrow, you could become a pauper. Right? Today, the people who are applauding you might kick you and defame you. Huh? Think about it, think about the twos of life, joy, sorrow, fame, defame, mind, time. Is there anything that is permanent, yes there is. One changeless permanent truth is that divine Brahman, he does not change is the ultimate truth. Everything else is a delusion. Sri Ramji was established in that truth. Brahmsatyam, Chakramityam. When everything that is happening around me is not real, Why should I let go of my equanimity, by samta? It is like for Ramji, it was like sitting and watching a movie. So you watch a movie and you come out. It was a show. That is what life is. When you realize, that everything is going to pass. Every situation, be it good or bad, is going to pass. Every individual is a passing cloud. Every relationship is going to change. Today, when the child is a baby, there is nobody but a mother that he looks up to. Nothing is more dear than the parents. As the child grows up, his friends come in. His parents are important, but his friends are also very essential. Later the child gets married. Look at the change in relationship and emotions. Siblings are so close to each other. As they grow up, they fall into separate situations. They have their own lives and distance comes in. this is nothing to worry or brood about this is life this is the transient nature of life when you accept the transient nature of life when you accept everything is going to change every relationship is going to change every situation is going to change no sorrow or no joy is permanent you become calm because then they lose the power to agitate you when you realize that which is changing is not even real or that which is happening around me is exactly what has to happen full acceptance of the situation full acceptance of the Lord's will full acceptance and surrender will make you some. That some bhav will come in you. And at that time, we will be able to remain calm and stable in all situations. There is no extreme fluctuation, there will be no extreme fluctuation in our moods due to external happenings at that moment everything external or every emotion internal to you will become helpless and you will become calm and serene and sound you become so powerful because the oscillation will stop that kind of some Start seeing the Lord in everything and everything in the Lord, again that kind of samta in your drishti will come. And for a person who is some, who can defeat? He is always victorious. He is always victorious. these points need to be thought about. Internalize them. Take a pen, paper, write them again and again and again. The chariot is ready. Ramji's chariot is ready. Is my chariot like Ramji's chariot? Are the wheels of my chariot Sauraj and Dheeraj? Are the horses are are is the flag of my chariot Sheel and Satya? Are the horses of my chariot? Are the horses of my chariot? Bal, Vivek, Dham and Parhit and are the reins of my chariot? Shama, Kripa and Samta. Ask yourself Ekanthme Ponder and think where do I stand? How does my chariot look? Sketch a chariot. Say this is Ramji's chariot. And how does my chariot look? And what is the difference? What do I have to do to have the chariot just like Sri Ram? What is Ramayana? What is Bhagavad? What are these two scriptures trying to teach us? What are they trying to teach us? Ramayan and Mahabharata. Ram, Ayan. Ramayan. Ramayana means our journey towards Ram. It is not Ramji's journey. It is my journey towards becoming Ram. Bhagavat also, all the ten adhyay at the end, it is surrender. How far have I reached in my journey? towards becoming like Sri Ram? Am I on the path towards becoming like Lord Ram? Am I on the path to becoming like Lord Krishna? Am I on the path or how close I am to realize the divinity in myself? That is Ramayana. The journey of Ramayana, the journey of Sri Matabhag with is for us to realize our divine nature is for us to discover the divinity in us. Is to for us to become one with that. Ramban. Nothing else. Jai Shri Ram. Jai Will sing the bhajan This is very beautiful. And it reminds us that ash will become ash. One day nothing will nothing is going to matter. We are not going to take anything with us. What matters and what matters now and will always matter is how we lived our lives. That is all that matters. Isn't it? Every person we look up to, we don't look up. We don't see the situations they were in. We see how they lift up or reacted to those situations. And that is what makes them divine. How are we able to give the songs of R to the lips of somebody else? एक दिन बिक जाएगा माटी के बोल जग में रह जाएंगे प्यारे तेरे बोल एक दिन बिक जाएगा माटी के बोल जग में रह जाएंगे प्यारे बोल दूजे को दे कर अपने गीत कोई दे छोड़ पिर धुन्या में डोल एक तिन बिक जाएगा माठी के मोल जग में रह जाएगे प्यारे तेरे बोल ला, ला 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 अन्होनी पग में काटे लाख मिछाएं होदी तो फिर भी बिछड़ा यार मिलाए अनहोनी पग पे कांटे लाख बिछाए होदी तो फिर भी बिछड़ा यार मिलाए ये विरहा ये दूरी दो पल की बच भूरी भोर होने वाली है क्यों बैठा है कोरी तरपम धारा जो बहती बहती है मिलके रहती है पैती धर भच्च फिर दुनिया से बोल एक दिन बिक जाएगा भाटी के बोल जग भी रह जाएंगे प्यारे तेरी बोल ला 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 पथ में कांटे लाख बिछाए तो फिर भी बिछड़ा यार मिलाए ये विरहा ये दूरी दो पल की मजबूरी फिर कोई दिलवाला का एको घबराए तरंपम धारा जो भैती है बिलके रहती है भैती धारा बंजा फिर दुनिया से बोल एक तिम बिक जाएगा माटी के बोल जग में रह जाएगे प्यारे तेरे बोल ला 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 पड़े कें पीछे बैठी सावल गोरी ठाब के तेरे मेरे मन की डोरी पड़े कें पीछे बैठी सावल गोरी इस संसार रूपी पर्दे के पीछे प्रभु बैठे हैं हम दोनों की डोरी उन्हीं के हाथ में है पर्दे के पीछे बैठी सावल गोरी थाम के तेरे मेरे मन की डोरी पर्दे के पीछे बैठी सावल थाम के तेरे मेरे मन की डोरी ये डोरी ना छूटे ये बंधन ना टूटे भोर होने वाली है, क्यों रहना है थोड़ी, भोर होने वाली है, अब रहना है थोड़ी, तरंपं सर को जुकाए तू, बैठा क्यों है यार, गोरी से नैना जोड, फिर दुनिया से बोल, एक दिन विख जाएगा माटी के मूल, जग में रह जाएगे। La 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 la, la 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 la, la 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 la. Krishna Govinda Hari Murari, Heenaat Narayan Vasudeva. Sri Krishna Govinda Murari. He not Nara and Vasudeva, Shri Krishna Govinda Hari Murari. He not the Nara and Vasudeva, He not the Nara and Vasudeva, and Om Namo Bhagavati. Vāsudevāya, Om Namo Bhagavate, Vāsudevāya, Om Namo Bhagavate, Vāsudevāya, 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 Rāma Lakshman Janaki, Jai Bolo Hanumanaki, Rāma Lakshman Janaki, Jai Bolo Hanuman Ki Ram Lakshman Janaki Jai Bolo Hanuman Ki Bolo Ki Jai. Jai Shri Ram Jai Shri Krishna Hare Ram Hare Rama 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 Ram, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rab, Hare Rab Rab Rab, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare